Hollywood Radio Theater. We get many enjoyable moments out of the books we read, the sights we see, and above all, the things we hear. The Hollywood Radio Theater hopes to add to your enjoyment by bringing you each week the finest in dramatic and comedy entertainment featuring a stellar cast of movie personalities, many of whom will appear in their original motion picture roles. Now, here is our producer, Mr. William Peters. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is a very special evening because once again we are pleased to present the screenplay that the American moviegoers have chosen as the most popular picture for the year 1951, selected in a nationwide poll conducted by Photoplay magazine. It's Showboat, based on the Metro-Golden-Mare picture, adapted from the Jerome Kern and Oscar Hammerstein musical play Showboat, from the original novel by Edna Ferber. Our stars... Catherine Grayson, Ava Gardner, Howard Keel, Marge and Gower Champion, William Warfield, and J.C. Flippin. Now, here comes the showboat, starring Catherine Grayson as Magnolia, Ava Gardner as Julie, Howard Keel as Gaylord Ravenel, Marge Champion as Ellie, Gower Champion as Frank, William Warfield as Joe, and J.C. Flippin as Captain Andy. She's my missus. Marcy's the mother. Oh, you big bellowing catfish. Now get those handbills started. Now, before I pass out the handbills, I want you to meet the little sweetheart of the South, our songstress and leading lady, Miss Julie Laverne. Ah, <laughs> uh, just the Norris, the lover, folks. And here's her leading man, that celebrated thespian, Mr. Stephen Baker. Oh. <laughs> and they will now give you a sample of their soul-stirring emotion. No, no, Hamilton, I cannot accept you, for I am not worthy of your noble desire. On my mother's name, tell me why. Why? 
Look into yonder room and view the secret of my downfall. Ah, see the show tonight, folks, and learn her secret. Tempest and Sunshine, a beautiful drama of tears and laughter. And as for dancing, here's Frank and Ellie with another sample. Are you in business for your health? Now get these handbills out. Come on now. I started out with the handbills, and then suddenly there was a yell from the crowd. And I first made Pete had come up to Julia and Steve. Before I knew it, Pete and Steve were swinging at each other. And then Pete was lying on the dock. Yes, we fooled you that time. The boys just played another little scene from one of our shows. Get back on the boat, Pete. You too, Steve. I've told him a dozen times to stay away from my wife. Oh, Steve, please, please. Your wife, huh? Well, she's nothing. I told you to get back aboard. Yeah, sure. Joe, take care of it. Yes, sir, folks. Just look at him dance. Frank and Ellie too. Right up the cotton rod. Please, Mr. Pete, please go back on board. Shut up. Where are you going, Mr. Pete? I'm going to find the sheriff. I got a very interesting matter to discuss with the sheriff. Later that day, we all went into town. And while we were gone, a young man came down to the dock. Take it from the coast like that. Possibly. Does this uh, boat go to New Orleans? Yep, we wind up there. I'd uh, like to speak to the owner. Oh, they're all up in town giving the street contest. Then uh, who's that on deck? Well, that's Captain Andy's daughter. That's Miss Nooley. Talking to herself? Oh, she's play-acting, mister. Just like she was in the show. Oh, I see. All right, if I wait. Go right aboard, mister. Captain Andy will be back pretty soon now. Is there no mercy in your evil soul? No kindness in your ugly heart? Oh, sir, I beg you on bended knee. Stop giving my little daughter diamonds and go home to your wife. <laughs> bravo, bravo. Your performance is magnificent. Small wonder you're the leading lady. Oh, but I'm... I'm not. You're not? I'm not even a member of the company. Well, that is not professionally. But uh, you want to be, don't you? Oh, yes. Well, I mean... Why do you want to be an actress? Why? Well, uh, well, an ordinary person wouldn't understand. Uh No? You want to be an actress because it uh, makes everything come true. Every exciting thing you've ever dreamed about. Even if it's make-believe, isn't that it? Yes, that is it, but how did you know? Well, for instance, right now, you and I could be Romeo and Juliet, or Elizabeth and Essex, or... uh... Or Lady Southwaite and Hamilton Barsdale. Who? Uh, They're in our play, in Tempest in the Sunshine. Oh, oh, yes, of course. As a matter of fact, we couldn't be anybody talking like this. We haven't been properly introduced. Well, that makes no difference in in make-believe. Well, I... I suppose that's true. So we could make believe it was just falling in love at first sight. We could make believe I love you. We could make believe that you love me. Oh, Couldn't you? 
I see they're coming back in town to our next meeting, though. Uh, my daughter says you want to see me, son. I'll take care of this, Hawks. Allow me, ma'am. Gaylord Ravenel of the, uh, the Tennessee Ravenels. Uh, I understand that you're heading for New Orleans. And we don't carry passengers. Oh, but uh, I'm an actor. And uh, while I don't have my notices here with me, I... Uh... Huh, an actor without notices. <laughs> A gambler, it'd be more like it. Uh, we're full up, Mr. Ravenel. Sorry. Well, it, it just doesn't seem to be my day, does it? My thanks, just the same. Andy, where's Magnolia? Magnolia? Oh, in Julie's cabin, I suppose. Well, tell her to help Queenie with the supper. Yes, ma'am. Magnolia! Your ma wants you to help Queenie with the supper. In a minute, Papa. Julie. Oh, I know it's none of my business, Julie, but did anything happen in town? I mean... Stephen and Pete. No, honey, nothing. We didn't even see Pete. Julie, you love Steve so much, don't you? <laughs> that rattlebrain mule. Yes, honey, I love him. And golly, how he loves you. Well, now you go ahead and tell me about your handsome stranger. That's what you came in for, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Julie, he, he's so different. Oh, River Dan is a thick as locust angel. Oh, I know, I know about men. Oh. But... Then when he stood there and, and smiled, Julie, why do you love Steve so much? Why? Well, I love him because, well, well, I don't even know why. He's not a very good actor on stage. Matter of fact, he's not a very good actor off stage. But he's all mine. There, could you ever think of loving anyone else? No. No, I couldn't. Fish gotta swim, birds gotta fly. I gotta love one man till I die. Can't help loving that man of
Julie, that's wonderful. I think I could feel that way, too. No, and I'll bet you will someday. That night, about an hour before showtime, I was selling tickets when Parthy sent Joe after me. I couldn't figure it. Sending for me when I was taking in money? Get in here, Hawk. I could have told you there'd be trouble with Julie. It's Pete, Captain Andy. He just came aboard with the sheriff. Sheriff? I heard him talking about Miss Julie, about her and Mr. Steve. Well, there's Steve now. Come in, will you, Captain? You too, Mrs. Hawks. Hurry, please. Look, would somebody mind telling me? I'm, I'm sorry, but there's no time. I want you to witness this. It's all right, Captain Andy. Captain Andy, that's a knife he's got. Steve, it won't hurt much, honey. Just scratch on your hand. He's, he's kissing her hand where he cut it. They're right in there, Sheriff. Him and the woman. Captain Hawks? Well? Sorry, but I got some unpleasant news for you. Criminal offense in this state for a white man to marry a Negro woman. Well, what's that got the to do... The name of the white man is Steve Baker. The name of the Negress is Julie Laverne. I'm Julie Laverne. The record says you were born in this county. Your pa was white, your ma was black. Is that right? Yes. That's right. You two better get your things. You wouldn't call a man white that's got Negro blood in him, would you? In these parts, Misty, one drop of black blood makes you black. Well, I've got more than a drop in me. He's lying. Ask Captain Hawks and his wife... They can swear I got Negro blood in me right this minute. Then how come this first mate here comes and tells me that he's a white? I'll tell you why, because he's a no-account river rat. Magnolia. He's been bothering Julie, and she has nothing to do with him, and that's why he's... That's... Talking. She's telling the truth, Sheriff. As for you, Pete, you're fired. Here and now. Come along, Steve. The show, we've got to get ready. No, no, you don't. Word of this will be all over town in no time. But Julie's our star. If she don't go on, the people... It'll be a lot worse if she and her husband are here when the people find out. Now, take my advice and get down the river as soon as you can. Come on, Doc. We'll pack up and leave. Joe? Yes, sir, Captain? Tell Wendy to fire the boilers. We'll be leaving tonight. Julie? Julie, wait. Your ma wouldn't like this, honey. And besides, there's Steve waiting for me on the dock. Julie, I had to say goodbye. Thanks, honey. Julie... Nothing's changed, nothing. Nolly, nolly, always true. You, you write and let me know how things go. I'll never forget my Nolly. Now you stay happy, honey. Oh, Julie, Julie. Miss Julie. Goodbye, Joe. You ride the river, Joe. Oh, Miss Julie, I wish as I could... Julie! Come on, honey, we're gonna hurry. You keep riding that old river, Joe boy. Keep riding the river, she said. Keep riding this old river. There's an old man called Mississippi. That's the old man that I want to be. What does he care if the world's got trouble? What does he care if the land
producer, Mr. William Keeley. Act two of Showboat, winner of Photoplay Magazine's Gold Medal Award. Starring Catherine Grayson as Magnolia, Ava Gardner as Julie, Howard Keel as Gaylord Ravenel, Mods Champion as Ellie, Gower Champion as Frank, William Warfield as Joe, and J.C. Flippin as Captain Andy. By early morning, we were well down the river. There wasn't a smile to be found anywhere aboard the Clapton Blossom showboat. So I figured we might just as well talk it over here in our breakfast. We just don't have a show without a leading man and a little leading lady. What's more, I... Morning, Puffy, here. Good morning, all. <laughs> Everybody bright and chipper this morning? Bright and chipper. How are we going to put on a show? Just answer me that. Ah, patience, Parthy, patience. I have a little surprise for one and all. Oh, Captain Andy, Captain It seems that last night, just before we left Boonville, somebody came aboard this vessel. Folks, meet our new leading man, Mr. Gaylord Ravenall. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor. You've met my wife, I believe. A repeated pleasure, Mrs. Hawks. And my daughter, Magnolia. Good, good morning. morning. So you've solved all our problems, have you? Who are we going to get for a leading lady? <laughs> Your daughter, madam. Oh, yeah. <gasps> now listen, Parthy. We can't get a leading lady till we get to New Orleans. And think of all the money we'd lose. Yes, Mama, all that cotton crop money. That's a lot to turn down, Mrs. Hawks. Besides, we'd never find anybody prettier than Noli. And, and what's more, she can sing and act just, just grand. L.A.I. thank you and thank to hush up. 
I'm dead set against my daughter performing in public. Oh, Mama, please. And Frank and I will we'll all help her as much as we oh, can. Come on, oh, yeah. we have to have oh, all right, all right. But mind your hopes. Just till we get to New Orleans. <laughs> There'll be a rehearsal of Tempest and Sunshine in exactly five minutes. Starring Gaylord Ravenel and Magnolia Hall. Yes, sir. Right from their first performance, Noli and Ravenel were the hit of our show. But then as the weeks went by, I knew there was something more between them than just play acting. And sooner or later, Parthy was going to find out. Don't lie to me, Magnolia. I saw you with my own eyes making love to him. Kissing him. Oh, Molly Gay and Mrs. I... Mrs. Hawks, please. May I talk to you? You can do just one thing for me. Get yourself ashore. Now. Now, hold on, Parthy. Hold Captain, on. ma'am. I'm asking Noli to be my wife. You? A no-account river gambler? How dare you? Gambler? Yes, I'm a gambler. But, Captain Andy, you know yourself that Noli is meant for the life and happiness of the world. I love her, and I'm going to see that she gets them. And you, my own daughter, are you proud and happy, looking forward to a life with such as him? Yes, Mama, I am. Then that's a sight I never want to see again. Oh, Mama. I'll always love you, Noli, no matter what you decide to do. As for you, son... I hope it's not just Saturday night with a cold Monday morning to follow. Nolly, are you still sure? Still sure this is what you want? Maybe you aren't taking a hundred to one chance. I want to be your wife more than anything in the world. Mrs. Gaylord Ravenel. got married, and they went away. Oh, they're living in Chicago now, at the Sherman House Hotel. And everything in the world a girl can want, Ravenel bought for her. But 
there comes a time in a gambler's life when the cards and the dice and the wheels start turning against you. Dolly, stop looking so serious. Now put those things right back where they belong. But, darling, the jewelry's worth thousands of dollars. You can sell them and, and then we'll... Stop get... giving me your diamonds, madam, and go home to your husband's arms. Oh, Jay, won't you listen to me? Won't you be sensible for just ah, one... come here, you... Do you love me? Yes, but I still... All right, Angel, all right. I'll take your pretty. But I'll get another steak and we'll be walking on tall air again. Do you trust me, Nolan? Always. Just don't ever stop loving me, huh? If ever I catch you batting your eyes on another fella, I'll... Uh... I know, darling. I know. Why do I love you? Why do you love me? Why should we be We'd get a letter from Noli telling us how happy she was and how well Gail was doing. The only thing that changed were the addresses. But there just wasn't any way for us to know that the suite in the Sherman house was now just a couple of rooms in the shabbiest part of town. So, to tell the truth, honey, our stake's just about gone. My luck's sure been running shallow. But there'll be another game tonight, won't there, Gail? There always is. I'll get to them, Nolly. I, I almost hit the bonanza last night. If, if only that third queen had came through. What does she look like, eh? Your queen. Oh, Nolly, now look. If you think there's anything going on with me and, and some other woman... <laughs> I know there's no other woman. No flesh and blood woman. I almost wish there were. I'd know how to fight then. But I can't fight this lady luck of yours, this, this fancy queen in her green felt dress. She's whipped me, Gay. For days and nights now, weeks and months. She's whipped me and I won't be whipped anymore. I just won't. Oh, now, honey, look. Look, tomorrow's Christmas. I've still got a little money left. We can go out and... and... <laughs> Tomorrow isn't Christmas. No, it isn't. It's just like Papa said. It's going to be Monday. It's all just like Papa said. No, Lee. You love me, don't you? Only not enough, game. Not quite enough. That third queen... She's the lucky one. What does that mean? It means that you're a weak man. You're weak, you're weak, you're weak. Holy, I've said enough of this. Take your hands off me. Take your hands off me before I hate you. Well, we'll have to do something about this, won't we? Noli couldn't stay angry at Gay. Nah, not for long. She came back to the rooming house... But as she climbed up the stairs, she heard voices. You, uh, 
sure you haven't any other rooms you can show us? Well, this is all at the moment, Mr. Schultz, but the rent's very reasonable. Oh, Frank, we can afford better than this. Well, if you should change... Oh, Mrs. Ravenel, I thought that you'd... Oh, well, no! Just look at her. Well, how are you? Oh, no, Lee, no! Are there no two people I'd rather see in this whole world? How are you? Well, we, we left the cotton blossom, but I guess your pa wrote you about that. Oh, but that was months ago. We've been doing pretty good, Nolly. We're booked into the truck at Oh, yeah. Ellie, how wonderful. We opened New Year's Eve. You see, we just got into town. We were going to drop in on you over at the, at the Sherman house. You living here, Nolly? Oh, well, just temporarily. I'll call Gay. Oh, Gay? Gay, darling, get up and see who's here. Well, seeing as you all know each other, I'll drop by later. He's not in the bedroom. He's gone. Ellie, he's left a a note. Oh, no. What is it, Noli? Noli, let me read it, honey. My darling, by the time you read this, I will be on a train heading west. What you said was true from the beginning. Oh, Frank. Remember our good times and forget all the rest so that at least you will never hate me. Gay. Noly, Noly. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you all. Oh, Gay. <laughs> Frank and Ellie had to get over to that cabaret, the Trocadera. They took Noli with them. There was a rehearsal going on, and the management was having a little trouble with one of the singers. Now, look, Julie, I'm trying to put on a show. If you've got a drink, would you mind doing it in your dressing room? Ah, oh, but, Jake, this is a holiday season. It's over for you, Julie. This is work. You promised, remember? Uh, yeah, that's right. I promise. That's a good girl. She's starting on a bust again? All these fool one-man girls, their fellas walk out on them. they got to tear themselves apart until they hit bottom. To dream that I would discover the perfect lover someday. I knew I'd recognize him if ever he came my way. I always used to fancy then he'd be one of the godlike kind. With a giant brain and a noble head Like the heroes both in the books I've read But along came Bill Who's not the type at all You'd meet him on the street and never notice him. His form and face, his manly grace, is not the kind that you would find in a statue. I, I can't explain. It's surely not his brain. That makes me thrill. I love him because he's 
I don't know. Because he's just my bill. Anything else, Simon Legree? Was you trying your costume for the finale? Yes, Martha. It's in your dressing room. Yes, Martha. Right away, Martha. Uh, sorry to bother you, Mr. Green. Well, that song and dance team, Frank and Ellie Schultz, they're waiting in your office. Tell them I'll be right up then. That's right, Mr. Green. Schultz and Schultz. Say, hey, we got some great new routines for you. And if you have a minute, Mr. Green, we've brought someone along with us. Yeah? How do you do? She sings, Mr. Green, just like a nightingale. I already got a singer. Besides, I... Well, go on. Let's hear what you can do. I'll play for you, Noli. Are you ready, honey? Thanks, Ellie. <laughs> Schultz was telling me she was married to some two-bit gambler, and he walked off and left her flat. <laughs> Us boys are all no good, you know that. Shut up. Come on, now, Jimmy. Snap out of here. No. No way. Mr. Green? Uh, not bad. Leave word where we can reach you, honey. Something may turn up later, see? Well, thank you very much. I'll be at the... Oh, but these dance routines, suppose we... Hey, boss, boss, you got a minute? Back in a minute, Schultz. Yeah, sure. Now, no more. don't worry, Noli. We'll find something for you. Well, Julie, she just walked out. She what? She's gone. Just laughed in my face and quit. Well, what about my opening? She said if you don't hire the little girl who just sang, you're crazy because she's good. Boy, that tramp. I'll go after her. No, let her go. I'm through trying to... Hey, you. Yes, Mr. Green? I've just been thinking it over. Let's hear that number again. We pause now for station identification. Curtain rises on Act Three of Showboat, winner of Photoplay Magazine's Gold Medal Award, starring Catherine Grayson as Magnolia, Ava Gardner as Julie, Howard Keel as Gaylord Ravenel, Mods Champion as Ellie, Gower Champion as Frank, William Warfield as Joe, and J.C. Flippin as Captain Andy. That New Year's, I made one of the great decisions of my life. I told Parthenia whether she liked it or not, I was going to go to Chicago. 
I was going to see Noli and Gay. And what's more, I was going to the Trocadero and watch Ellie and Frank knock them dead. And that's exactly what I did. Hey, Everything all right, sir? More champagne, perhaps. We do it. Thank you, sir. Say, where in the world are these beautiful ladies come from? The chorus, sir. You invited them to sit down. Happy New Year. You were telling us about your daughter, Pop. Yeah. Say, she must have plenty of money to be staying at the Sherman House. Well, as a matter of fact, they got a place of their own now. Yeah. <laughs> Noli never told me much about it. Figured she wanted to surprise me. But I'm going to surprise Noli. Yeah. Because Ellie and Frank, they'll know where she is, see? <laughs> they knew it. Oh, and now the new sensational song and dance duo, Jones and Jones. I tell you, that's Ellie and Frank. Oh, wait till you catch them. Taught them everything they know myself. Upon the wicked stage, Jane ever was a girl. Poses, stage door, Johnny's always raging over you with gems and roses. When you let a fella hold your hand, which means an extra beer or a sandwich. Everybody whispers, ain't her life a world? So you're warned against Rue, ruining your reputation. Listen to you moan and grieve. You must pardon me if I do not believe you. There is no doubt you're crazy about your awful state. I admit it's fun to smear my face with paint, causing everyone to think I'm what I ain't. And I like to play a Demi Mundy role with soul. Ask the hero, does he like the way I lure? When I play a hussy or a paramour But when once the curtain's down My life is pure And how I dread it Say hello to Ellie and Frank. Now, wait right here. Don't nobody go away. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the unannounced treat of the evening, that sweetheart of the Mississippi, Miss Magnolia Ravenel. Oh, 
acting room proper, but at least we can sit down. Oh, you sang just fine, honey. Oh, it's all right, Papa. I know they didn't like me. Snowy, what about Gay? I told you everything, Papa. He hasn't even written to you? No, just like you said it. Monday. Oh, I'll just forget him, Noli, darling. He's a scoundrel and no good. Oh, no, Papa, no. He was only trying to think of me. Well, from now on, you can just be thinking of yourself. No, I can't do that either, Papa. I'm going to have a baby. Noli. And you say Gay was thinking of you. Papa, Gay didn't know. You see, well, he was so worried and, and let down that... I was waiting for things to get better before I told him. Oh, honey. Papa. Papa, I want to come home. If you'll have me. If we'll have you. Oh, Noli. Noli. Noli's baby was born late that spring. We named her Kim. Hard to say who spoiled her the most. Noli, or me, or Parthy. The years went by. Two, three, four. And all this time, Noli thought Ravenel was still out west. <laughs> Truth was, he was playing the gambling boats right here on the Mississippi. And one night, Ravenel met a woman. I'm not trying to bother you, miss, but... The bartender told me you were the girl who was singing before. Yeah, that's right. I worked the boats, too. Why? Well, that song you sang, mm -hmm. Fish Gotta Swim, Bird Gotta Fly. Huh? Someone else used to sing that song, someone who mattered very much. And mm -hmm. I was hoping maybe you'd sing it again. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I will. Later on. Oh, thank you. Hey, you, barkeep. Yeah, Julie? Hey, who's that fella? Him? Hmm. Oh, fair-sized gambler. Travels with us now and then. Name Rabinol. So that's the no good. Hey, Mac, give me a neat rye. I gotta get my courage. Nice place, Natchez. You getting off there? Oh, hello. No, I'm going all the way to New Orleans. Well, maybe Natchez. Seeing as there's a showboat tied up there. Oh. I know a lot of showboat people. One in particular. <laughs> he was so pretty and sweet. So open up, just and sweet. What are you talking about? And you know something, mister? Some big, soft-talking card player came along and took her right off the cotton blossom, right off where she belonged. And then left her broke and alone in Chicago when she was going to have a baby, when there was nobody around to take care Who of Who are you? Oh, you could find that out easy enough. Julie. Julie Laverne. Julie? So you're... Look, but what that you, you said... You want to see what you left, mister. Here's a newspaper clipping. Pictures, too, see? This week in Natchez. Captain Mandy Hawk's daughter and granddaughter. Give me that. Kim. Kim Raffin. Julia, I never knew. I, I never knew. Yeah, I'll bet you never I take knew. my oath. I never knew. You mean you... Ne well, um, look, I, I got to go now. I, I hope I did right. I, I know there's always two sides to everything. 
anyway, Mr. If you ever do get to see Nolly, get together with her, I mean, but if you ever do get to talk to her, don't ever tell her you saw me. I mean, don't ever tell her you saw me like this. I want you. Good luck, mister. Uh, the cotton blossom, mister? Why, that's the cotton blossom just alongside the wharf there. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Gay, it's Mr. Gay. Joe. Lord, oh, Lord. Look, look, Joe, you haven't seen me, you understand? Yes, sir. Joe, my little girl, Kim, where is she? That's Kim on the dock, Mr. Gay. Over there, playing with her dog. So you're Kim. Hello, mister. Do I know you? No. No, you don't know me, but... But, uh, could you tell me something? Is, uh, is your mommy here? Of course. She's on the boat. And, uh, and your daddy? This is my daddy. This dog. This one's Nolly, and this one is Gay. Oh. Of course he isn't my real daddy. He's far away someplace. So I just play make-believe this is my daddy. Make-believe. Could, uh, could you make-believe that, uh, that I was your daddy? You know how to play make-believe? Oh, sure. All right, you start. Well, uh, let's see. First of all, I'd I'd put you up on my knee like this, and then I'd I'd put my arms around you, and then I'd say, "Only make believe I love you." Darling, look, if your daddy really did come back, could you make believe that, that he'd never been away? Could you, sweetheart? Of course I could. Oh, Kim. 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 We were playing make believe, Mommy. Kim, it's time for lunch, dear. Grandma's looking for you. You play the real wonderful, Mommy. Hello, Nolan. Hello, Gay. She's, uh, she's lovely, Nolan. Yes, yes, she is, isn't she? You, uh, you look fine, too. Thank you. Have things gone well for you, Gay? Oh, yes, yes, I... I uh, just happened to see the picture, and uh, I, uh... Well, uh, I... Did you? Well, the one in the newspapers, and... I... Oh, no, there's so much that I want to say to you. So oh, much... Oh, Gay. Gay, darling, my darling... Kim, Kim, he's back. Your daddy's back. It's Saturday night again. It's Saturday night forever. You and me, we sweat and strain. Body all aching and bright with pain. Hope that part and lift that veil. You get a little drunk. Angela.
Now, here's Mr. Keeley with our stars. And I'd just like to add my thanks for an enchanting evening to Catherine Grayson, Ava Gardner, Howard Keel, Marge and Gower Champion, William Warfield, and J.C. Flippin. Now, I want you to meet the gold medal award winner as producer of Showboat and first vice president of the Screen Producers Guild, Mr. Arthur Freed. Thank you, Bill. And may I introduce the gold medal award winner as director of Showboat and president of the Screen Directors Guild, George Sidney. Thank you, Arthur Freed. Hello, Bill. <laughs> we enjoyed the show tremendously and would like to add our congratulations to the cast. They were superb. You know, as I predicted last year, you've gone ahead and developed some brand new stars out at MGM. Yes, Bill, and believe me, it's a real thrill to direct young players like Marge and Gower Champion in Showboat and have them jump to stardom in their very next picture. Everything I have is yours. Say, what is your play for next week? It's one of MGM's outstanding successes of past seasons, Rudyard Kipling's famous story of Kim. And starring in their original roles will be Errol Flynn and Dean Stockwell. Well, it was a fine motion picture and should make a great radio show. Good night, Bill. Good night. Good night. And thank you, George Sidney and Arthur Freed and all of tonight's great cast. The Hollywood Radio Theater is produced by Mr. William Keeley. Our orchestra is directed by Rudy Schrager. This is John Milton Kennedy inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another presentation of the Hollywood Radio Theater. Thank you.